0: The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Your Honor, I, Jason Thomas Kenny, do solemnly and sincerely promise and swear that I will duly and faithfully and to the best of my skill and knowledge execute the powers and trusts reposed in me as President of your Executive Council and Minister for Intergovernmental Relations for the province of Alberta. So help me God.
1: Well, there you have it to Jason Kenny has been sworn in as Alberta's 18th Premier. The ceremony held earlier today at Government House marked the formal end of the four-year NDP government under former Premier Rachel Notley. Kenny's cabinet is made up of 19 ministers and three associate ministers, including Rick McIver as Minister of Transportation, Tyler Shandro as Minister of Health, Adriana Lagrange as Education Minister, and Lone Edmonton UCP MLA Casey Matthew as the Minister of Municipal Affairs, Global Education, Edmonton's parliamentary reporter Tom Burnin was at the swearing-in ceremony this morning and joins us this afternoon. Hi, Tom. Good afternoon. Well, a busy day for you, but uh, an exciting day for uh, Jason Kenney and um, his party today as uh, they are sworn in. Give us an idea of your initial thoughts on uh, what you saw uh, with the folks going into Cabinet today.
2: Yeah, obviously, I mean, they were very excited. This is something that Jason Kennedy's been working two, three years for, ever since coming back to Alberta, however long it was, to start this whole Unite the Right movement and, and led to the election win a couple weeks ago and now being sworn in as premier. You could see uh, you, know, you you know, could see him take the moment in for a moment after he kind of got sworn in. He sat down on the chair and he kind of had this look on his face, like, wow, I, I accomplished it. Right? Yeah. He kind of had that look about him. And then uh, the cabinet being sworn in, 19... Uh, 19- 19 ministers and three associate ministers, so it's actually about the same size as the, uh, the outgoing NDP cabinet. So, no, uh, I guess we are going to have to see too much office shuffling or, or you know too many rooms added or, or subtracted from the uh, the building. But uh, yeah, you know, we asked them about you know you know composition of cabinet, you know, between. Men and women, and where they're about, uh, where they're from. It's very Calgary heavy, but you know, Jason K says, look, that's that's the hardest job of a premier is to try and identify, you know, where where we can get representation from and who is best uh, best to lead each ministry.
1: Well, and and that's it. And of course, we know how um, you know Edmonton and uh, the kind of Mm -hmm. rest of the (laughs) the rest of the province broke down uh, with with the look of uh, who was elected on on uh, on election day. So we do have uh, Casey Madu, the lone UCP MLA uh, mm-hmm. from Edmonton appointed as a Minister of Municipal Affairs. Uh, no surprise that he's received uh, a spot in the cabinet. And that's and that's a big one. Municipal yeah, Affairs and, is yeah. A biggie.
2: Yeah, and in my head, I was actually thinking when when we saw him come into the room, I thought, okay, it makes sense that he's in cabinet. And Municipal Affairs was kind of in the back of my mind as one that might make sense because Jason Kenney has spoken about reaching out to Edmonton, working with you know Edmontonians, municipal leaders here. Well. How do you work with a municipal leader best? Well, you move the municipal affairs minister. So, I mean, that, that kind of made sense to me to go that way. Uh, we also saw a couple of surrounding area uh, MLAs also named a cabinet as well. Well, I've got my long list here. I'm just trying to uh, <laughs> take a, take a peek at which yeah. ones which are. I believe Dale Nally is from, I think, in the Mournville area. I'm still learning all these names, so my apologies to your listeners if, uh, if, I, if, I, if I boot one of these. But Natural Gas, he's the associate minister of Natural Gas. And there was one other. It was, he was from Sherwood Park, and it fell out of my head which one it is. Mm -hmm. Is it Nate Glubish? Is is he one from Sherwood Park? Yeah, so Service Alberta, another big ministry, right? Service Alberta is one of the ones where, I mean, that is a, a big ministry to take care of and, and take charge of, so, but another voice in the Edmonton area in the capital Region here on cabinet. so I mean he, he didn't have a lot of people to choose from. I was a little surprised we didn't see Brad Rutherford out of, uh, out of Luduc Beaumont maybe get the, get the nod, but uh, you, you know you, you don't have many members in the Edmonton, in Edmonton or in the Edmonton area, so they, they did what they could to try and get the voice from the Capitol and Cabinet.
1: And you take a look at, um, you know, the experience level and how many of these are new uh, mm-hmm. MLAs and, and uh, obviously then new uh, members of, of Cabinet. But, yeah, not a lot. But we do see a couple of familiar faces in there, like Rick McIver. Um, and uh, I, I'm, I'm sure that um, that uh, Premier Kenny will be, you know, looking to uh, a couple of those folks with experience to help, mm-hmm. uh, to help uh, lead and guide, uh, you know, inside the walls of the Dome as well.
2: Interesting. Interestingly enough, Rick McIver is transportation minister. He, he's previously been that minister. He was yeah. that minister in Rachel, or not Rachel in uh, Alison Redford's cabinet. Mm-hmm. So he knows that portfolio. He can really hit the ground running on that front. Um, you're right. Like there's a lot of new MLAs coming in, um, not unlike what we saw in uh, 2015 with the NDP coming in. But there's a lot of you know seasoned members, like people that know the legislature that have been in it for a while. Jason Nixon, right? Mm-hmm. He's in the Department Parks. He's been, you know, he's been elected and, and been inside the House. So we here, right? She's, she's a member. She was already in the House, uh, Prasad Panda. So there, there are people in Cabinet with political experience, so they experience inside the House, experience... Um, you know, in opposition and, and looking at files and looking at it from that direction. So there will be some political experience, but you'd have to think Rick McIver is going to be looked at and uh, to give advice on how mm-hmm. to manage a ministry, how to, how to look, you know, briefing notes and that sort of
1: stuff, yeah. A lot of Jasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: there are four of them. You know, the Premier made that comment right away. He goes, there's four Jasons in this cabinet. Like yeah. Although, um, and then Darren Billis, uh, the NDP, uh, the outgoing economic development and trade ministry, he was made available this afternoon to comment on, and yeah. he pointed out there almost as many Jasons as there are women in uh, cabinets. Uh, uh, sev- seven women in cabinets, 15 men in cabinets. So uh, it's, uh, uh, it- it's interesting how they put these together and, and-, and how they, they um, kind of square those those goals of, you know, ensuring that there is equal representation from uh, from regions and, and genders as you can.
1: You know what, Tom, I want to break down just a couple more of these with you. Uh-huh. I know there was a lot of talk about who uh, might get the uh, education portfolio, mm-hmm. and we saw Adriana LaGrange get named to that to- uh, today. I know there was some, uh, was it uh, Mark Nixon, there, uh, was that his name? Yeah, out in, uh, out in Drake Valley, there was some talk that he might get that post, and then some controversy around him. Yeah. Um, Ms. LaGrange coming in, though, there's a lot of talk about about her as well and some of her ties um mm-hmm. to um some organization well she's a former catholic school trustee but there's also some um you know people talking about some ties to some pro-life organizations and that thing as well and and that uh, you know certainly on social media there's some flags waving about that mm-hmm. yeah no I, I haven't had a chance to really look too deep into a lot of the backgrounds of these mm-hmm. cabinet ministers, but mm-hmm. i mean when I, when I did a quick search right like
2: from the the you're right, the, the legislative side, the the understanding how, you know, the education system, on the inside works. Yeah, I mean, LaGrange, La Catholic School Trustee in Red Deer. She mm-hmm. was the, the the president of the uh, Alberta Trustees Association, Catholic School Trustees Association. She was a VP on the Canadian side. Um, I'd heard some talk about uh, issues around gay-straight alliances and that, mm-hmm. but I, I I haven't looked into it myself. So there there I I have seen the same talk you have, but I personally haven't been able to dig dig down okay. into that yet. I, I walked mm-hmm. in the
1: building <laughs> uh, a Big portfolio as well, uh, Minister of mm-hmm. Justice and Solicitor General mm-hmm. uh, Doug Schweitzer getting the nod for for that. That was in that uh, was like Calgary elbow. He was up yeah. against Greg Clark. That was a that was a, a a big riding, and lots of people were keeping an eye on that during the election campaign and election night uh doug schweitzer getting the the nod there yeah
2: i mean and he was someone that you know he ran for the ucp leadership so he was mm-hmm. a higher profile of one of the new members coming in right so obviously he was going to get an important portfolio so to put him as minister of justice I and mean, United that is a big portfolio that is uh a senior cabinet position so obviously rewarding you know someone that, that won a, a writing that they did not hold last time and and someone that you know, helped build this party i mean he didn't win the leadership but he was you know, threw his support behind Jason Kenney right away, and, and was heavily involved in in the building of this party. So yeah, I wasn't surprised to see him get a get a very senior position.
1: This was interesting. A couple of things we kept hearing about the red tape, <laughs> the, <laughs> red, uh, the yes. minister of red tape. Uh, yeah. We heard that a couple of times uh, as well. And there's an associate minister of red tape uh, <laughs> too. Yeah. Um, but you know, that was something that uh, that Premier Kenney certainly focused on um, during the campaign, saying, you know, this is what needs to be done. What was I think he was talking about wanting to cut. Uh, about like one-third in, in yeah. the process and get moving. Uh, but that was that was highlighted a lot again today as well, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, it's Grant Hunter. I think he might be the only member of Cabinet from Southern Alberta. I sounded mm. you correct on that, but I think that's that that's the case. Um, yeah, and this is not going to be a permanent Cabinet position. Jason Kenney has said, look, once the job is done, we won't need that ministry anymore and we can mm-hmm. carry on with, with the work. But that is something that was one of his core, uh, core commitments. I think it's going to be part of Bill Number 2, which they're calling yeah. the Get Back to Work Act or something to that or the Open for Business Act or something like that. It's the reduce the red tape burden by a third and, and the, the new rule where every new regulation that gets introduced an old one has to go. And so that's, I mean, that's, well, governments are big organizations with sure. lots of regulations. And I'm not sure, you know, it's, it's going to be a big task as they go through this. So it's going to be, I think they mentioned there might be a commission to look at this. Hmm. But yeah, Grant Hunter, that's, that's his job. There's only when they announced him, like Grant Hunter, Associate Minister of Red Tape is, is what it was called. And he goes, <laughs> hold on, we've got to call an audible here. There needs to be reduction in front of that. So they had a good laugh at that. And there's a big cheer when he stood up. So this is something that they campaigned on. And they were very excited when Grant Hunter was announced inside that room.
1: And Tom Vernon is the Provincial Affairs Reporter with Global Edmonton and appreciate you taking the time today because I know it's a busy day for you as well. I don't think you've been back to the office yet. (laughs) Just just walked in. Just walked in. (laughs) I want to touch on this one as well because has there been a Minister of Immigration at the provincial level before? Yeah, I thought that was interesting, too. I think, I feel like Thomas Lukasik
2: may have held a title something like that, okay. just kind of at the height of the boom with um, the, the temporary foreign workers and that, but I, I'm not 100% sure, like, specific Minister of Immigration. But I found that interesting because that's not something you normally see on the provincial level, mm-hmm. right? That immigration is a federal matter. But, you know, Jason Kenney has spoken about uh, increasing immigration in certain ways here in Alberta, looking, trying to get more people into smaller communities to set up businesses there. And, and he's talked about that. And he's also spoken about but I think there's. I think it's under immigration. There's going to be a parliamentary secretary that is going to help on that immigration file. Uh, talk about you know the, the skills and skills matching and ensuring that people with, with these skills that come to Canada. Like I mean, I'm sure many, many of your listeners that have come to Canada with these skills that have had to go through the system on getting them recognized here. So I think that 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 will be the job of the parliamentary secretary to kind of help push that forward as well to ensure that when new canadians come to alberta that they'll actually be able to you know hit the ground running or at least you know get going a little faster than now to get their skills recognized
1: hey tom was um was interested in this i had texted you about it uh, earlier today mm-hmm. about a deputy premier um, mm-hmm. is, is that <laughs> uh, usually there's a deputy premier isn't there yeah yeah i i think so i i it's i mean it's not one of those ones. I mean, Deputy Premier, I don't think they, they have
2: a big job. It's kind of the the vice President. I'm not sure what you do. but I mean, it's it's uh, yeah, I, I didn't take anything from it. Um, okay. I mean, Sarah Hoffman was Deputy Premier, but I'm not sure we ever really saw uh, anything outward public facing that the Deputy Premier did. It may be bigger inside okay. uh, inside government. but yeah, it wasn't something that I, Uh, took away as as, uh, noticeable, but I mean, I I did have a couple people send me notes and ask me about that actually, about if there's a Deputy Premier, so there's not.
1: And I I just wonder as well, um, from everything that I've read about um, Premier Kenny's leadership style and a very hands-on, very, you Mm. know, if that's just, no, I I got this. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking as well. Before I let you go, I know there was some concern about uh, whether or not there would be a a status of women uh, Mm -hmm. file in, in, uh, in the Kenny government. And we did see that today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Leela Ahir, the Minister of Culture, Multiculturalism, and the Status of woman, uh, Women. Uh, mm-hmm. So she was at a Chestermere Strathmore. And I know there was a lot of attention on her during the campaign and people thinking, yeah, for sure, that she was going to get a cabinet post.
2: Yeah. And there was, I mean, there were, those questions are being asked heading in. You're right. Would the Status of Women uh, ministry still stick around? It's in there. I mean, I'm not sure, you know, what we haven't seen. I haven't seen any mandate letters about what, mm-hmm. what the job will be and if they'll continue on with uh, the. Same type of programming and, and uh, goals that the NDP had, but yet that ministry is still there. Uh, Leela here is a very well respected uh, uh, member uh, inside that caucus, someone that was the deputy leader um, uh, before the election, so they put someone in that was you know very well known in this province. I, I, the one thing I wanted to mention before I go is back to Jason Kenney, the premier Kenney, He also has a cabinet position and mm-hmm. it is intergovernmental relations yeah. well, that just shows. I'm going to be front and center when I'm talking to other governments. Right? Like it is yeah. yeah. and I'm going to be front and center on this. That's not surprising. That That wasn't
1: surprising to me. I thought, you know, for sure he's going to want to be taking this on. And I think we've seen that. I think we saw it through the campaign. I thought we Mm -hmm. saw it leading up to the campaign. We certainly saw it in his victory speech. Right? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) if you're going to be dealing with anyone, you're going to be dealing with me, especially on the pipeline file. Um, Talking about that, uh, he mentioned about uh, Bill 12 and saying um, what Mm. was it today? Saying the first cabinet meeting this afternoon. Uh, was going to do that uh, legislation that was passed by the uh, previous government but never a- enacted that would allow Alberta to turn off oil and gas shipments to BC. But I did find it interesting, and I have found it interesting um, since just kind of a change in tone mm-hmm. since um, the campaign, since uh, victory speech to what we're hearing now about the turn off the ta- taps thing. Uh, whereas before, it was like, oh, it sounded like, no, this is what we're going to do. And, you know, yeah. you know, the, your day reckoning was, is going to come. But now he's like, "Uh, that's really worth it. We just we have it in the basket as, a, as, a, as something that we can use.
2: Yeah, I mean, he was asked, like, I mean, the first question he was asked. So, you know, you said first hour of the first cabinet meeting, you're going to enact this legislation. And then he said, look, I, I'm not going to tell you anything that I can't talk about the secret cabinet con- uh, uh, conversations. Uh, he was asking what well, like, like you said over there, and he said, Look, I'm going to keep my campaign commitments, but he didn't say one way or the other if it was which way it was going to go. So I guess we'll find out uh, I mean he's going to speak to bill c uh, the bill c forty eight Senate hearings today. Mm-hmm. I'm want to hear something about it there. Um, I mean, we're going to hear from him uh, I assume a number of times for the next few weeks uh, leading into the session. so I mean, if it's the first thing they do in cabinet, I imagine it's going to be the first thing we hear about outside of cabinet mm-hmm. so. Don't have to wait long. Uh, Darren Billis, like I said, he was the one that came out and and spoke this afternoon on behalf of the NDP, and the first thing he said was, it wasn't to congratulate the new new cabinet, it was uh, uh, don't enact Bill 12. Don't don't put it under court challenges right away, right? So he said, like, Rachel Notley said that to Jason Kenney in their meeting when she was talking about the transition and this and that. So, I mean, their message is clear. Don't do it till you need it. And Jason Kenney, he did not come out outright and say today, this is the first thing we're going to do. It was just, well, I can't talk about it, but we're going to keep our commitment. So it'll be interesting to see how how they go about this and because the second it's enacted you know bc is going to be lining up outside the courthouse to file
1: a challenge yeah it's uh i'd love to be a fly on the wall uh in the in in both premier's office right now premier you know premier kennys and premier horgan's right now i would and actually to be in in the pmos as well yeah interesting times right oh tom vernon i appreciate your time this afternoon thank you so much Thanks for having me. Looking forward to seeing your coverage tonight coming up on Global Edmonton News at 5 and Global News at 6. And again, uh, Premier Kenny uh, sworn in as Alberta's 18th Premier earlier this morning. The ceremony got underway just after 10 o'clock afterwards. Premier Kenny saying he is going to keep his commitments uh, that they made during the campaign and, you know, focused in once again on pipelines.
0: People strive every day to live up to the trust conferred in us by the people of Alberta in the recent election. We will seek to do so by keeping our commitments, to deliver change that gets our economy back to work after years of economic adversity, to stand up for Alberta against other governments and foreign-funded special interests that seek to block our progress, and to make life better for all Albertans especially by ensuring the quality of our public services like universal health care and public education. We will focus relentlessly on creating good jobs, growing the economy and building pipelines west, east and south to get our products to market and secure the full value of our resources and with it our future prosperity.
1: Premier Kenney speaking today at Government House after the swearing-in of his Cabinet. Again, um, 19 ministers, three associate ministers. Um, Those associate ministers uh, include an associate minister of mental health and addictions, Uh, Premier Kenney talking about the uh, opioid crisis that uh, we have in Alberta and uh, needing to put some focus on that. Dale Nally is the associate minister of natural gas and Grant Hunter, the associate minister of the reduction of red tape.